Exeter Public School presents The Bell, a podcast run by kids for kids and the big kids at home. So settle in, don't be late, it's time for The, the Bell. Bell. Welcome to episode five of The Bell. I can't believe we're halfway to double digits. Uh, nearly there. <laughs> we have an amazing episode lined up for you today. I just want to give a quick shout out to our new listeners up in Sweden. Wow. Amazing. Can you mail me a hot dog, please? <laughs> um, today we have all the kids chats. Um, the Greek geeks. They came from being Astro Boys, the Greek geeks, and you're going to be blown away by them. Then we have a very special interview with Mrs. Regan, the year advisor in Mosrael High School. She's answering the year six's questions about what high school is like. So that's a great one to tune into to listen to what high school life is going to be like. We also have very special people's grandparents here. Zoe in year one's grandparent has, grandpa has come onto the show. And let me tell you, that interview was very good. Um, but let's dive right into it with Kids Chat with 4-5. Um, welcome everyone to Kids Chat with you 4-5. Today I've got Evie. Hey. And Harry Taylor. Hello. Um, Evie, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing in class? Yeah, of course. So I've been working on my smart farms and on smart farms we're designing something that would be smart for a farm. For example, that would be something like an automatic water sprinkler. Nice. What are you designing right now? I'm designing a water tank that waters all the flowers and all the fruits and the vegetables. Very nice. Um, now, moving on to Harry, what are, you ha- what are we doing in class? Well, You're with Miss Adams, we've been doing a geography project. Uh, What's your geography po- project on? India. So we do all the food, the sport in there, and it's very fun apart from just doing the project. We do all the landmarks in India and the cool places in India and it's very fun. When do we have to have it done by? I actually don't know when we have to have it done by. Maybe, maybe like two terms or something? Probably. All right, now I'll tell you a bit of a little bit about what we've been learning in class. We've been learning vertical learning, I think it is, and... It's where you're putting assigned groups and Miss Hutt puts up these worksheets and you've got Whiteboards bo- kind of? Yeah. And you've got to collaborate as a group to um, figure out the answer and then you, yeah, it's really enjoyable. And then all shapes and sizes. And yeah. it does sometimes give you a big... Boost in your brain. Yeah, big boost in your brain. Yeah. And that's all we've got time for for Kids Chat on U45. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you, 4-5 and Harry, Evie and Jimmy. That was really good. We truly are the best class. Yeah. We will now be moving on to New Kids on the Block. Wait, I'm... Can, can I just say this for a second? I'm really against Christy and Brett. Like, honestly. Ava, Ava, concentrate. But we're talking about the block. <laughs> No, like new kids at school. Oh. (laughs) Hi, 
I'm Aiden, and welcome to our new segment, New Kids on the Block. We have Wyatt. What's up? And Evie. Hey, y'all. We're going to get to know them real well. Now, Wyatt, what old school did you come and what grade are you in right now? Well, I I came from what's it called St. Michael's Primary down yep. in Adelaide. Nice. And I'm now in year four in your class. Nice. What about you, Evie? I came from Bunjanoo Public School in New South Wales, and I am in year four. Let's play rapid fire. What's your favourite colour? Purple. Blue. What's your favourite food? Macaroni and cheese. What's your favourite sport? Dance. Soccer. What's your favourite subject at school? Writing. Mathematics. When in fact, why? Go. Uh, well, I used to play pretty well in club soccer um, down in Adelaide, and we had two positions that we would normally play in. My two positions were striker or goalkeeper. What about you, Evie? My auntie was a professional tap dancer. Okay, well, that's all we have. So let's go again on New Kids on the Block. Bye. Bye. Wow, great interview, Aiden. And thank you so much, Evie and Wyatt. We know you're going to love Exeter just like we do. Yep, a great addition to our school. Let's dive right into Kids Chat with Year One. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Kids Chat with the amazing Year One. Today I have Sasika. Hi. Logan. Hi. Charlie. Hi. Peter. Hi. Hey, Sasika, what have you been learning in class today? Um, pluses and minuses, um, takeaways and all those things. Cool. Do you reckon you can answer this question? Okay. What's three plus three? Six. That's great. Correct. Logan, what have you been learning? Um, about olden days. Olden days and in and we do last year we drawed um um about the olden days things and we did olden days where we put glue and then you put like a thing put glue bath in the present and this morning we saw a gramophone. That's so cool. Hey, Charlie, what have you been learning today? We've been drawing daffodils. Daffodils? So cool. Can you tell me a bit more? For spring. For spring. For spring. That's so cool. Hey, Peter, what have you been learning? Tally marks. Tally marks. Can you tell and me... And once you get to five... um. You do a diagonal line through the straight lines. That's so cool. But sadly, it's time to go. So, bye. Bye. Wow, that was a great interview, Ale. I love hearing their little voices. I know, they're so cute. Well, let's dive right into the Greek geeks. They turn from the Astro Boys to the Greek geeks. Let's get our Greek on.
landing spot. Ancient Greece. Well, yeah, but it's not really ancient. It's 2023, Oscar. Well, about that. About what? Well, while you two were asleep, I made a time machine. Made it when it was actually um, ancient. Haha, <laughs> very funny, Jax. No, I'm not joking. And when I put it back as time, the time machine broke. Wait, Jax, you're actually serious? Yes, I am. Is that a surprise to you? Oh, of course not. Okay, a bit off topic. But if we are actually in Greece, we're going to need to survive from the gods, monsters and crazy drunk maenads. Agreed. Anyways, do you guys know about the Greek story of creation? Yes. No. Well, that can be our topic for the astronomical... Oh, yep, sorry. Forgot about that. How about the Greek geeks? Good name? You're a geek. I'm not. Congratulations, Jax. Thank you for wasting one second of my life that I'll never get back. You're welcome. Gods, do you not understand sarcasm? Guys, break it up. So it's official. We're the Greek geeks. Yes, it is. You bet. Now for the top. Now for the topic on how everything started. So basically. Um, may I ask her? Are you serious? You know what? Whatever. I wanted to be special, but whatever. You just started, Ethan. Whatever. Great. <sighs> Pans, pipes. You're annoying. Sure, I guess. Whatever. Great. So basically, at the start, there was nothing. But how could anything evolve? Good question, Jax. Oh, crikey. Who invited him here? Wait, Matt, is that you? Crikey, scream a little louder, Oscar. Don't think they quite heard you on the other side of the world. Two things as well, Aussie. Yes, it's me, Matt. Duh. And actually, you invited me here, so... Oh, did I? Oh, yeah, I did. Almost forgot about that. Sorry, you're kind of easy to forget about, Matt. I'm not deaf, you know. Are you guys done yet? Anyways, Jack. I was almost up to that. So there was nothing except for one thing, and that was chaos. You mean when I eat a mountain load of sugar? <laughs> no, Jax. Chaos was a thick black mist, and it was the entire cosmos. So, am I standing on chaos? No, Jax. We're standing on someone else, but I'll get to that. So anyways, chaos was just floating around when a part of him fell off, and those bits of him made what we know as Earth. So I'm just standing on Earth. Wow, that's boring. Well, don't get too bored because we're barely up to the main bit. Anyway, the Earth created a living personality and she called herself Gaia, also known as Mother Earth. She loved taking walks on the Earth. So she would take walks on herself? I'm not that flexible, or am I? Wait, no, Jax, don't do that. <sighs> See, Jax, you're not as flexible as Gaia. Don't you know what it means to have a living personality? Um, uh... Doesn't that mean the Earth had eyes in Europe and Asia and a mouth in Australia? No, Jax, it meant Guy had a body like a human body, but the human body was like 100 feet tall. Not eyes in Europe and Asia and a mouth in Australia. You just ruined my childhood. Anyways, see, Gaia was the Earth, but sometimes she could also take the shape of a human, except much larger. But humans weren't alive yet. We'll get to how they came about later. So Gaia was taking a walk on herself when one day she thought, you know what would be cool? A sky. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. What, so she wanted a sky? That's it? That's a bit random. Yes, Matt. Well, you're not listening to Oscar just now. He said that Gaia wanted a sky. You're a bit rusty at this. Who let him join again? Hmm, that was me. But come on, give the guy a chance. It's his first episode with us, all right? I'll take it from here. Guy's request for the sky was either heard from chaos or Guy just simply ruled it to happen herself. But either way, in came the sky. Guy, Guy wished him to be handsome so she could fall in love with him. 
This guy calling himself Uranus. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> Uranus. That sounds like the planet Uranus. Haha, <laughs> very childish, Jax. I swear no one can say that without laughing. Oh, gods. Anyway, after that minor interruption, he could also take form as a human. And when Guy saw him, he, she was in love. I didn't ask for a romance story. Get it? Rome, like in Italy. We got it, Jax, and that wasn't funny. But I have to agree with you. For Guy and Uranus's relationship, it's a bit weird. But hey, I guess a lot of things were weird back then. Can I continue, Ethan? No. Thanks. So Guy and Uranus visited each other down on Earth a lot, and eventually they got married. When they first had kids, it was a batch of 12. These were... 12? Holy hera, that's a lot. I never knew that. I know about the most of the Greek story of creation, but I never knew the fine details like that. Well, there you go, Jax. I guess you learn something new every day. So basically, this batch of 12 were called the Titans. They were like gods, except way bigger and stronger and more unhuman-like and definitely more violent. Well, they're not that much stronger than the gods because... Shush, Oscar, I don't know the entire Greek story of creation, so don't spoil it. Okay, sorry. Anyway, you would think that Guy and Uranus were finished having kids, but no. When the Titans got older, their parents started to argue and fight. They tried to make up for it a couple of times by having more kids. Well, that's not weird at all. Can I continue? Cool. When Gaia and Uranus had kids again, it was a set of triplets. These were called the Cyclops. They're, they were humanoid shape, except bigger. They were super strong and were immune to fire. Uranus threw these guys straight to Tartarus, a pit which was the darkest place in the universe. As you might have guessed, Gaia was not happy with Uranus's actions. They tried to make up for it again by, you guessed it, having more kids. And if you do the math, that's 18 kids. These were another set of triplets called the hundred-handed ones. And then... Oh, wait, my, red, my website ends here. Sorry, guys. Hold up, Jax. You were using a website this entire time? I thought you were actually being smart. But for the, hun- the hundred-handed ones, they have a hundred hands. You bet. Oh, what a surprise you were using a website, Jax. I totally never knew. Oh, and Ethan, wow, what gave it away? All right, I got it from here, guys, for a little bit. As you could probably guess, the... Or Uranus hated the hundred-handed ones as much as the Cyclops. So wee down to Tartarus they went. Gaia had really had enough. She screamed and wailed in infuriation until her kids, the Titans, showed up. Your father is up. Whoa, 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 Matt, hold it. There could be little kids listening. Language, mister. I think that's when the first swear words came about. From when Gaia was angry with her weird husband. But to be honest, I don't blame her. Like, come on. What kind of guy throws his newborn children into the darkest place in the universe? That is just messed up. So she explained about how annoying their dad was and they weren't happy about it either. Guy raised her hands and summoned materials to make a weapon. It was called a scythe, a long stick in a curved blade. At the end, she waited to end Oranos' is dead. <laughs> or- Uranus's days was a weapon, if you know what I mean, guys. We sure do. Gaia and the Titans wanted their dad to cark it, kick the bucket. Guys, it's okay. They were going to kill their father. None of the Titans wanted to do it. They were afraid of their dad throwing them into Tartarus, just like the Cyclops and the Hundred-Handed Ones. The smallest and least bravest Titan, however, took the job. His name was Kronos. 
He told his family the plan. Later that day, Guy called on Uranus and planned a surprise party. She was going to act like she still liked Uranus. She pretended to forgive him about throwing their kids into Tartarus through gritted teeth. Before they could say any more, Cronus yells, Now! Oh, wait, my page, my page glitched out. Sorry. Okay, my turn. So since I <laughs> didn't tell you, Cronus got his other stimuli to help him out with his plan. These titans were Hyperion, Iaptus, Kairos, and Creus. <laughs> so when Cronus shouted, Now! <laughs> the four helpers... Held Uranus down while Cronus held the side. Now, basically, Cronus dropped in. Whoa, we don't need to know about that information. Now, anyways, Cronus killed his father. Well, they didn't actually kill him. They made it impossible for him to reform so he couldn't come back. So anyway, when they did the thing, his blood spilled out all over the world, which is kind of gross because that means his blood spilled all over his wife. Anyway, his blood, also known as Golden Icar, created satyrs, nymphs, and even the goddess Aphrodite. But that was quite a while after this event. Hey guys, I've got a good idea. We should finish this episode right now. Just be annoying. Leave the listeners on a cliffhanger. Oh yeah, that would be funny. I guess I'll have to listen on in the next episode to find out what happens next. Like, come on, you can't hear all of that and not want to find out what the story goes on from here. Yeah, after this, I re- it was the really good bit. I just read it. And it's crazy. So this is the end of the Greek Geeks first podcast episode. Yep. Okay. One, two, three. And, and that's, that's it from, from the, the Greek, Greek Geeks. Geeks. Stay tuned for the next episode. had my comfy chair even though it was worth it an amazing segment goodbye astro boys hello greek geeks Geeks. (laughs) um now it's time for the kids chat year two hi welcome to kids Kids chat we have Maeve. hi we have fergus howdy and we have Lockie. g'day um Maeve, what have we been learning about Math. What about math? Columns of rows. Yeah. Math can sometimes be tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fergus, what have we been learning about? We've been reading a book about called George's Marvelous Medicine. Yeah, that's a really good book. Mm-hmm. And... His grandma, he thinks he she's really mean, and she is. He makes her uh, his own medicine that makes her as tall as a dinosaur. Yeah. Um, Lucky, what have we been learning about fitness? What in fitness? The one and obstacle courses. Yeah, it's really fun, isn't it? Yeah. That's all we have time for. Bye. 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 Thanks, you two. You do some amazing things with Miss Finn. 
This next segment, the interview with Zoe's grandpa, is amazing. I'll tell you that. (laughs) It would be better if I was in it instead of you, Ava. I think it's amazing. Anyway, we'll let you guys decide. So, I'm here today with Zoe in year one's grandpa. Hello. Hello. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm 70 years old. I live in Coromore, near Wollongong. And I have been working in mines for a long time. And now I'm retired and I am enjoying retirement very much. Okay, and for the people listening, can you tell us what your name is? Linton. Linton Gale. Zoe, do you have anything you want to ask your granddad? Did you watch shows on TV? Yes, I did. Um, when I was probably 14, we got TV that would allow us to watch shows, but one of the shows was um, a Bandstand, which was a music show. Um, some of the cartoons, like Bugs Bunny cartoons, pretty good. That's pretty much the easy one. So pretty different to what shows are like today. Very different, yeah. But the start was the start of it. So early days. Okay. Um, what kind of toys did you play with as a kid? Ah, I used to make a lot of my toys, like uh, billy carts and skateboards and stuff like that you'd make yourself. Toys I had, I think I had a teddy bear when I was very young um, and used to have pets. You made your own skateboard. Mm. What was that like? Well, it was it, what I used was a, a roller skate, one of the roller yeah. skates, and took it apart and hammered it flat and then screwed it onto a piece of board and that worked really well as a skateboard. I got a skateboard when I was like five, three or four or something mm. and I couldn't turn. Yes. So my dad loosened all the screws. Yep. And it was, don't try that. It's not <laughs> safe. Um, well. What was another question that you had, Zoe? What was food like? Food was pretty much like we've got now, um, probably not as much variety but it would be if we had we had uh, chooks in our chook pen, so we'd eat some of those. Um, we would buy meat and have pretty much chops and sausages um, and vegetables and stuff like that. Um, did you have any like barbecue parties with friends? Um, not in the early days. Um, we. People didn't tend to have lots of parties, but there'd be a group of people may have a 
a party for a, an organisation or something like that. So was what people just didn't seem to have lots of parties in those days. But as time went on, um, that became more common. And like, did you have like birthday parties with friends, or was it more like just go see each other, for, like? Go to the park or something? We like, was it more... Basically relaxed? go to the park or something like that. Yeah. And um, a lot of the friends were in the neighbourhood, so there'd be kids up the street. Mm, yeah. So you wouldn't have, like, long-distant friends, no, really? No. no. Any other questions? Any questions? What did you do at free time? Free time? Didn't have much free time because... Um, We'd be just out playing, I suppose, playing with the kids in the neighbourhood. We'd be down the bush or down to the waterfront, um, have a few jobs to do around the house and um, oh, well, probably my most free time would have been going to the beach. Why did you, where did you go to school and grow up? I went to school at Gosford and that's just north of Sydney. Okay, so pretty local. It's pretty local, yeah. It's it's um, yeah, it's probably about an hour north of Sydney. So, what was that like? Was it near a beach, near the bush? We had bush nearby, very close. We had a a big water area of water called Brisbane Water, which which, which ended up at the sea, and the beaches were probably about uh, fifteen kilometres away, but would often go to the beach. And I. Is it warmer than it is here? Because was it warmer than it was here? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but in winter t- I'd also surf in winter time, and we had to we use wa- wetsuits, so that would keep us warm. <laughs> what was your favourite thing to do at school at home? My favourite thing to do at school, mm. I. That's a hard one. I did enjoy school. I'm not sure what my favourite... Um, if we talk about primary school, I'm not sure what my favourite activity was. If we talk about high school, I enjoyed um, science and history um, and uh, woodworking and stuff like that. What kind of sports did you play at school and out of school? Uh Played tennis um, and played golf at school, um, football, rugby league at school, and cricket. Golf? Did your school have like an actual golf course? Yeah, this, our, our high school was right next to a golf course, so we could go down there for, for sport. That's pretty cool. It was. Easy. Um. Did you have a car? Not at the start. Um, Mum and Dad got a car when I was probably mm, 12 or so. So I would used to play in that. Uh, when, yes, under very strict supervision. So you're pretty old, like you're decently old when you got a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you have to go, like, how did you get around before that? Um, we would be a bus or ride, what I would do is ride my bike. Yeah. So I rode my bike to school, so 
I went to the swimming pool or something like that. I have to ride that. Um, so a lot more exercise then. A lot. You, <laughs> yep. You didn't get driven around much. I guess then it would be kind of harder to live in a remote area. Yeah, I think so. But I guess people that live in remote areas have the same issues that I would have had. So yeah. it's just you have to do um, set yourself up to do it. Mm. Did you get the cane if <laughs> you were were naughty in class? Yes, I did. I got the cane and I, I wasn't all that naughty and I thought when I did get the cane I didn't really deserve it. But I did get it a couple of times. But my... The funniest thing that ever happened was my sister and she was really naughty at home. My mum would get the strap out. Like a belt? A belt and and whack her. But this particular day, Louise, my sister, ran out of the house down the road and mum went out and chased her. (laughs) And that was just such a funny thing to (laughs) to see. Waving the belt. Waving the belt. Come back here. Come back here, yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess that's an advantage of living on neighbourhood in small neighbourhood. Yeah. <laughs> Hide in other people's backyards. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Um, what was family life like? Family life was, I guess, fairly tight in that you had to make fun with your sister. Um my father worked away a lot. He worked on um, ships for most of my early primary school. So Dad would come home, yeah, I don't know, he'd probably be at home three months out of a year. So, yeah, it was, Mum was pretty much the one bringing, bringing us up. But... Um, there was lots of kids in the in the area, so you'd play with the kids and be. You really didn't notice, to be I, honest. I guess if, if you're used to it, and that's how you've been brought up, because my dad went away for a few months mm. last year and a bit this year, and I guess like you got used to it a bit, but yep. I feel like people who are like that's how they've been raised since they were born. Mm. Be like you would have handled it better than yep. I probably did. Yep. Um, what was school like? School, school was, um, I don't know, school was school. It's something you went to. Um, I enjoyed it. It was, it was fun. There was, there was annoying kids and good kids and, you know, people were, some were, some were good and some just wanted to um, put you down. But after a while you sort things through and, all, all enjoyable. You said that you worked in the mines for mm. a bit. Did, have you done that? Did you do that for a long time? I were, I was I was a consultant, so I didn't work work in the mines. I used to work with the mines, but I'd go yep. underground in the mines a lot. So and they were in the coal mines in Australia and all around the world. Um, and over time, how did you see those change? The mines, yes, they changed a lot. Um, early, early, um, 
as I saw it, the um, safety standards um, were not as good as what they are now. And now the safety standards are very, very high. Um, and the pay that people get is very good. Um, what would... Why did, did everyone have a cow? <laughs> Not everyone had a cow, but there were lots of cows in the area because there were small dairy farms and some people who had maybe five or ten acres would have a couple of cows when they'd milk them for, for their own use. But the cows were always in the paddocks and if we wanted to cross the paddock to get somewhere else, Cows would come and chase us. Did you have that milkman that came around and yep. gave you milk? Yes, he'd come and deliver milk at home and also <laughs> at school. So we'd have school milk really? at 11 o'clock and we'd have little <laughs> little bottles of milk with <laughs> a silver cap on and it would be often just stuck in the sunlight and by about 11 o'clock it didn't taste very good. Delicious. <laughs> um... My grandma told me there was also a lot of other people that sort of came around and delivered stuff. Did yep. that happen? The uh, bread was delivered. Didn't buy bread in the shop but was delivered by the baker. Um, and what else was delivered? I think it was milk and bread. Yep. But one, uh, one little thing I remember about or a problem with getting the bread delivered was one day I was home, I don't know why, uh, when the br when the baker came and I think I was there by myself and the bread was fresh and it just tasted so, it smelt so good. So I just sort of started nibbling away, pulling it out and you get it in the middle and it's so nice, soft and doughy. I pretty much ate the whole thing. Did you just steal the bread? And when mum came home and saw that the bread was all eaten, I, I got into trouble. <laughs> Did you get the belt? I didn't get the belt. I, I think I ran faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what change chores? What chores did you have? Well, I had to get the eggs. I had to um, mow the lawn. I had to clean up the orchard and do that. I also, apart from doing normal stuff around your room, keeping your room clean and stuff like that. Um, so you said you had an orchard and like eggs, like chickens. Um, how big was your... The orchard? Well, you know, like your... Your house, like... Oh, the block. Yeah, your... Block was, I don't know, about an acre, I suppose. So, um, did you, like, grow all your own fruit yep. and... Yep. Yep. yep, yep, We had probably half of that was orchard and we had a big chook pen and a big garden and, yeah, the waterfront was just down the road so we could go and get fish and stuff like that. How did you see school and things change when you were raising kids as well? Like, how did you see things from what your childhood change? Um, 
certainly the things were a lot more available for my children than what I had. It doesn't mean it was any better or worse. It just meant there was more stuff around. Um, a lot, a lot more mobile. People, um, the, the girls could have friends which were well out of our normal area because we could had a car, we could get around, and there was lots to do. Like you could go to ballet, you could go horse riding, you could go roller skating, you could do whatever you wanted, and it was very easy to get around. So I guess there's a lot more choice and options. Transport, travel, anywhere. When we were young, we would go to Sydney. That was a big event. When I was pro when we got our first car, I guess I was probably twelve or so. Um, like all people, went on a road trip. New car, go for a road trip. So. Drove down through Victoria, across to South Australia, and then back Quite again. Quite away. That was a, must have been away for a week or two, um, but that was a big, a big thing, and that's what people did when they got their first car. Is is just go on a bit of a trip. When did you have to get a license first? Oh yes, <laughs> yes. That was, that was the second thing they did was go on a trip. <laughs> um, anything. Anything else you want to say uh, about, um, like, what was your first job? My first, yes. first real job. Um, like paying job. Paying job. Um, when I was going to uni, I got a few jobs and they were paying jobs. I worked behind in the bar at uni serving drinks. Um... But my first paying job was when I was with CSIRO in Sydney and I stayed there for a few years and then moved on and pretty much have been in the same work area for, for a long time. And you grew up near Sydney and then you live in like Wollongong now? Yep. So you sort of stayed in the same Same general area, area. yeah. Yep. yep. Mm. Um, and anything else you want to ask, Chloe? Did you have a pet? Yes, I did. Um, we, I think we had about four cats. Four cats. And the main one was called Timmy and he was a tortoiseshell and... So he was uh, pretty, he was almost like a dog. He'd follow <laughs> you around and always wait for you. So I'd go down to the waterfront and catch little fish and bring them back and give it to him as a <laughs> treat. Um, well, I really enjoyed having you on. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I enjoyed it too. Um, so that wraps up our interview with Winton and Zoe. I know I've really enjoyed having them. Thank you guys. Goodbye. 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 I guess the interview was okay. Thank you. But it was great learning about the past and how Zoe's grandparents grew up. In the good old days. <laughs> Ava. Let's hear all about, now we're going to hear all about the service learning with Year 6. Mm. Let's get into it.
Hi everyone and welcome to Kids Chat with Year 6. Today we have Ethan. Hello. Sam. Hi. And Alana. Good morning. And of course me. And today we'll be talking all about our service learning projects. Service learning projects is when we give back to the school. In Year 6 we like get together budgets and plans and everything and we just are able to give back to our school. So firstly I'll be talking about my service learning project which I'm doing with Abby. So we are digging a rainbow eel in the yarning circle, which represents a dreaming story that we're aiming for that is in Canyon Lee. So we really just want to represent the Aboriginal culture. So we hope that we can do it through our service learning project. Hey, Jenna, what about how do you explain what the yarning circle is for the people who don't know what the yarning circle is? Yep. So the yarning circle is just a really nice place where everyone can just get together and talk about the Aboriginal culture. There's lots of different cultured plants and there's logs where we can sit on. So it's just a really beautiful place. Oh, that sounds so cool. Yeah, we'd love to make it even more beautiful. So, Ethan, would you like Mm -hmm. to talk about yours next? Uh, Mine's a fantasy zone in the library where there's a bunch of fantasy books and, like, yeah, like, it's mainly to get people to motivate to read and, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Where is it going to be in the library? Yeah. Where is it located? Near the start. So, like, the entrance? Yeah. And gladly, the PNCS funded it. Sam, you can go next. Okay, so me, Noah and Josh are making a mountain bike obstacle course. It will be built with a couple ramps for the kids to play with on bike day. We're trying to make that twice a year and gladly the Pansy has funded that. That sounds so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you have $300 between all of you? Yep. Mm. You reckon that's enough? Maybe bonus two hundred would be great. So yeah. five hundred dollars in total. Yep. Yep. So cool. what are you going to use all that money on, and what will you do with the leftover money? Probably wood screws, and any leftover money can just be given back to other. Do you know people. how much the wood is? Um. Well, we're trying to get around fifteen dollars per two meters. So how yeah. many wood planks are you oh. willing to get? We probably like a bit over 28, but that'd be good if we could. Yeah, cool. Yep. Where oh. are you going to store the obstacle um, In the PNC shed. Okay. Yep, cool. Go, Alana. Go for it. Hell, um, I am doing a mural by myself near the bus lines where everybody gets off and gets on the bus. Yep, cool. Um, my mural is going to be of a galah, and we probably... Well, I am probably going to get a board and then paint the mural on the board and then put it on the wall. Yeah, really nice. What are you planning on the cost of the paint? The paints are probably going to be around $50 and the wood is around $89. Yeah, and um, so when you're painting, are you planning on like signing your art so then your name can stay there? Probably most likely, yes. Most likely, yes. Yep, that's really cool. Well, we're so glad that you were able to listen to our service learning projects and we hope you can hear more of us in the future. Bye. Goodbye. Wow, I swear these service learning projects are getting better every year. Yep, they totally are. 
I'm really excited about this next bit, which is the talent show, which we actually did today. It was super fun and it showed off all our amazing talents. Hi, I'm here with my mate Heidi. Hey. And my friend Anna. Hi guys. I am still buzzing, so excited about yeah. the talent show that we had today. It was where awesome. Where each class prepared an act. One of my personal highlights, other than being up on stage and doing it, was the Year Six's body percussion with tables. They would bang their elbows and their fingers and their hands onto a table to make a beautiful symphony, like, except better. Yeah, way better. Way better. What was um, your favourite? Um, I loved the comedians. They were hilarious. I don't think they actually meant to be as funny as they were. So true. Um, Who, can you just tell us what class were the comedians in and uh, what their names they are? They were in year two. It was Tom and Tyler. Oh, what a cute geo, duo. Yeah. Heidi, what was your highlight? Okay, well, I like the year two dance because, like, it got, like, everybody had to do, like, something and in the crowd. what do they do? Well, they did the boot scooting yeah. boogie thing. And um, they're really, really good at it. They, like, they were really all in time. And, yeah. That one was really good. Yeah. It was yeah. impressing how they just moved so yeah, they just well. Moved yeah, they the needed. Everyone knew the dance really well. Now, who wants to say what we did? Me. So, <laughs> Heidi. 4-5 did the evolution of dance, which... From 1930 or something to... 2023. Um, so, basically, it's what its name says. It's an evolution of dance. And there were, like... 20 songs? 20 songs. Yeah, 20 songs. 20-odd songs. Yeah. And there were... Different groups, um, and each group did like three, three or four songs. We and dance me, to Heidi, them. and Anna were actually conveniently in a group. We did yeah. nine to five, night fever, man, I feel like a woman, shake it off, and, and call, call me, me maybe. maybe. They're all really great songs and really fun since we got to choreograph our own dance and be creative. Yeah, Hides, can you tell us a bit about the personal acts? Okay, well. Um, once everybody's done, like, their class group, um, like... Things? Oh, yeah, once... Things. It was year but six to kindy, and once everyone did that, there were personal acts. And then, like, they do their personal acts, and then, um, like, they were really good. Some people sung and, like, um, yep. like juggled and um, dancing, gymnastics, and... A yeah. whole wide range of things. Yeah. yeah. Personally, one of my... Probably one of my favourite personal acts was actually Isla in our classes, Lost Boy. Honestly, I no, I, I knew she could sing, but I had no idea she could sing that well. Like honestly, it was yeah. so good. she should be it on the voice. Really good. She should yeah. be on the voice. Like, what about you, Hattie? You what could see your me favorite? Chef Kiss. Hmm. Well, maybe I I liked Isla's, but like I reckon yeah. like um like the um like the like um. Maeve. <laughs> um, I liked Maeve's. Yeah, like, Maeve sung really yeah. well she, as well. It's so impressive. So she's only in like, what, year two? And she sung first to Raw by Katy Perry. And it was like, at first she seemed nervous, but then the whole crowd got into it because she got the whole crowd into it. And yeah. she just seemed so like in there. And she did so well, especially to be first. I think that was real confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked... Um, 
Avalyn and Lily from from year four and Kindy. They were so cute. Absolutely adorable. There was another dance I liked as well. The year three girls dance. And they did a team dance with four of them, I think, where they displayed some of their gymnastic skills as well as their incredible dancing choreography skills. It was very impressive. Um, another kid from our class was Angus and he did juggling. He was really good. Yeah. He, oh, he, 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 he dropped the ball a few times, but that didn't stop him. He was so confident. But I think I'm going to have to do a little shout out to my year one buddy, Hannah, who did an amazing gymnastics routine to Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Amazing. Absolutely. She did big Roll thingies and cartwheels. cartwheels and handstands. All things that I could not yeah. do in year one. Like, I basically can't do them now. Uh, her, ra- her round-offs are actually better than mine. They are so, like, perfected Yeah, and, and she was so nervous, I could tell. But she just went out there and nailed it down. Yeah. Heidi, did you Great have, job, Hannah. Did you have any other personal acts you liked? Um, mate. Um, you, um, they were all good. Mm, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, but then... I think there were so many amazing acts done by the year sixes through to the kindergartens. Like, even some acts that we didn't know people did. Like the saxophone that Matt played. It yeah. was amazing. Um, and it was a solo. Yeah. And all the people who, Beth and Harry, who also played piano. All oh. people, things I would never have expected for a t- school talent show. But I know it really worked well. It's been so cool to talk about all these acts. So, we're really glad that we can we're really glad that we can we were able, able to talk to about talk to you today and we hope that we can talk to you soon about another talent show that we do thank you yeah. bye. Bye. bye the talent quest was amazing it really was but now we have the kids chat with the adorable kindies they're so cute Hey, this is Kids Chat with Kindy. Today I've got Willa, Hi. Winston and Brax. So Willa, what have you been doing in class this week? Literacy groups. What are you doing in literacy groups? Hey, hey. Um, worksheets. Worksheets? Cool. What about you, Winston? Reading eggs. What do you do on reading eggs? Some letters. Do you have a favourite letter? W. W, cool. What about you, Brax? Um, colouring in. What do you colour in? Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Do you have a favourite dinosaur? T-Rex. T-Rex. Well, this is it for Kids Chat with Kindy. Come on, guys. Better go back to class. (laughs) Bye. 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 Thank you so much, Kindies. You guys are so brave to be on the podcast. I wish I, I wouldn't have been. Good job, Rax. Winston and Willa. Um, but now we have the special interview with Miss Regan, the year advisor at Mossvale High School. Yep, you better get your notebooks out. There's a lot about high school. Hi, everyone. We have a very special segment for you today. So make sure you get comfortable and get ready for a good one. My name is Ethan and this is Jackson. So let's get this show on the road. With us today, we have Mrs. Regan, who is a teacher at Mossvale High School. Hello, guys. I hope you're well. I am well. And I thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you don't mind. 
but our Year 6 students have a few questions about starting their high school journey and we hope you can ease a few little worries that we have. I'm sure I can, yep. Okay, so first of all, would you mind sharing what your role is at the school and what your day looks like? Yes, I am a support teacher at Mosfile High School. So my, my day starts at nine o'clock when I have a roll call where all students from all years come into the roll call and I mark that they're there for the day. We read the school notices for the day and you do some private reading for the day or you can or on Mondays we have Mindful Mondays where you can sit and think about your week and how and or your previous week or weekend or the week ahead of you. That sounds so cool. I can't wait to read. I love reading. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now let's get to our students' questions. First first off, can you please tell us how Mossvale High School will help support me in my learning journey? have specialist teachers for every lesson for you at Mossville High School. So if you do a maths class, you'll have a maths teacher. If you have an English class, you'll have an English teacher. PE, you have a PE teacher. History, geography, TAS, Kappa. We all have creative and performing arts and technical and further studies, sorry. We all have specialist teachers in all those subjects. So they will guide you through your learning journey at Mossvale High School. Yeah, I've heard that Mossvale High School offers a lot of amazing opportunities that we just don't get at primary school. Can you please tell us what different types of classes we can expect and also what other extracurricular activities you offer? Yeah, so at the high school you will have individual classes for um, English and maths and sport and creative and performing arts, so music, art. Um, you will have TAS subjects, which is technical studies, technical and um, studies, which you can be doing woodwork, metalwork, um, cooking, textiles. Um, we have extracurricular activities with Kappa, with sports. We have um, a debating team. All these go off school and do different things. We have a chess club that goes out of school and does different, goes to different um, schools. We have um, a religion club that meets every fortnight. Um, what else do we have? Yeah, with our Kappa and Performing Arts, we have a huge program there and our sports have a huge program as well. So, yeah. Seems like I'm going to be busy. Yes. We, ha we are sports mad here at Exeter. Can you please share with us the types of sporting opportunities that are offered at the high school? We pretty much have every sport you can imagine. So, if there's a sport that we don't have, you can talk to your PE teachers and ask them your... If, um, if, if you can do that sport. But we had, this year we've had sport, we've had futsal, we've had all different sports. So we're, I think we're, you know, we're pretty much willing to try most sports in the, in the PDHP sports department. That sounds awesome. I am a sporty guy. We come from a small school here at Exeter. Do you have any advice on the best way to make new friends? Yeah, well, I think in the first week here at Mossville High School, you'll be in an induction process. 
So you'll be with all different students from all different schools who are exactly the same as you guys. So you'll be and you'll be put into a class with all different people, not not just people from your school. So you'll meet lots of different people when you get there. Cool. Another question many of us had is, will we get lockers? Well, you won't all get lockers. We don't have enough lockers for everyone. But every year we issue out 100 lockers and it's first in best dressed. So if, you're, if you get a notice that you can apply for a locker in your first week, if you apply for one straight away, you might be lucky and get one. But other than that, you have to carry your things around with you. I sure do want a locker. Another one we had was, do we get assigned seats in class? Well, that's all up to the teacher that you have. So if you're a good class and you come in and you do your work and you listen to the teacher, then I'm pretty sure she won't have to assign seats. But if you come in and you start talking to your neighbour and you mark up and you're being disrespectful, the teacher will have a seating plan and she will separate you. So you better not be chatting in class. We know high school is very different to a primary school setup. Can you please tell me how many classes we will have in a day and how long does each class run for? So you will have roll call, which runs for 20 minutes. Then you will have six 50-minute classes. Okay, so you will have from 9.20 till 10.10, from 10.10 till 11 o'clock, then you'll have recess then from 11:20 to to 12:10 then 12:10 to 1 o'clock then you'll have lunch and then you'll have two more lessons after lunch from 1:40 till 3:20 yeah. sounds like a busy day it is a busy day we are a little worried about using timetables are they hard to read and how does it all work uh, timetables are pretty straightforward and you'll find out in your first induction week but we basically have the name of the day at the top and then where, where you have to go for each of your classes, your six different classes, down each row. So you'll be able to see exactly where you need to go, what block you need to be in, what classroom you need to be in, um, and it's all pretty straightforward. Do we get one every week, new one every week? No, you'll get one a year. You might get two a year if you change different um, if you, you might get two a year in some, in some situations, yeah. Okay. This is a hot topic of conversation in our class, the big one, homework. Can you please share with us the expectations around homework? Well, I'm pretty sure in your first week at Mosfile High School you won't have any homework. But I do think that there will be an expectation that you do do homework um, through the year. Okay, so different teachers will set different things for you, but the expectation that you will be finishing that work each year, each each day, sorry, yeah. So we know that at primary school we have a behaviour system. Can you please share with us what happens when students don't follow the school expectations? Yep, so if the school doesn't follow their expectations, if they... Uh, rude to it if they disrespect a teacher they'll be put on what's called our warning system so they'll be given a card okay and that could be a red card 
or a green card or a yellow card and they'll be monitored on that card. And depending on what they do, they could even be put on suspension. So we have a zero policy at our school. So if you don't, if a teacher asks you to do something and you say and talk back to her and say, no, I'm not doing it, you will automatically go on, there'll be an automatic consequence to it. I'm a little bit nervous for my first day. Can you please tell me what I need to bring and where do we go when we get there? Okay, so on your first day, you will need to bring your lunch and your recess. You'll be, have to be in your full school uniform. You will be going to the hall where you will have a meeting and the hall is on the side of the road. It's the big, a big building. Your parents will come and drop you off. There'll be lots of teachers there to guide you, um, but you'll be going into the hall for your first um, briefing. Well, that sounds, that sounds really cool. We know that Mossvale High is much bigger than our school. We're, we are a bit worried what would happen if we are late to class. Do we get detention? What happens exactly? Well, in the first week, you'll be learning where everything is at Mossvale High School. You will um, learn all our different blocks. So we have A block, B block, C block and D block. Okay, you'll be learning where all the classrooms are. You'll be doing fun activities to find where the classrooms are and you won't be late for classes, okay? And if you are late, you'll have a reason for it, okay? And you can always ask another student or another teacher if you're not sure where to go. Do you have any advice for the Year 6 students at Exeter Public School in regards to transitioning to high school? I think they all need to come with a positive attitude I think they need to be mindful that they need to be on their best behaviour. They need to be in full school uniform and they need to be ready to learn every day. I love learning. Thank you so much for joining us today. You really have put our nerves at ease. I know that this interview is going to be so helpful for all our Year 6 students. You're more than welcome and I look forward to seeing you all next year in Year 7. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. We're looking forward to seeing you both, you, next year. Right. And, and like I said, it'll be great to see uh, all our Year 7 kids next year and I'm sure that you'll all be excited to come to high school. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for coming in on being, being on our podcast, Miss Regan. We learnt a lot about high school. I know that a lot of us feel way more confident now. Yeah. Now it's time to dive into Kids Chat with 3-4. Let's get into it. Hi, welcome to Kids Chat. Today we have Chelsea. Hi. Jack. What's up? <laughs> we have even Wyatt. What's up? Today we're going to go round in circles of what we've been doing in class. Chelsea, why don't you go first? Well, in class we've been doing persuasive writing, like writing a text or paragraphs on like whatever we want to pick like changing our school uniform and stuff mm. and cats versus dogs and tv versus books of course books are better but mm, yeah are you sure no. about that no one yeah, can are you sure about that? <laughs> no one can post the amulet okay jack okay so we have been learning about albert namajira in art 
and um, he is a famous artist, which is Aboriginal. Okay, why? We've been learning about in maths, like how to solve 3D shapes with area and perimeter. Um, like you have to solve like the, you have to use your length, width and height just to get that answer. Mm-hmm. So we, I'm going to talk about everyone's favourite game, Block It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's where you have all these fun games, math, English sites, and you have these modes, Crypto Hack, Tower Defence, c- Pancakes and Tower Defence. What about and Battle Royale? And Battle Royale. You said Royale. Tower Defence twice. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Tower Defence 1, Tower Defence 2, yes, 2. Okay, that's all we have today. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Wow. Thanks a lot, 3-4. That was an amazing segment. Um, I really hope, I, I love hearing about what you're doing with Mr. White. You really have a great teacher there. All right. The time we've all been waiting for. The, the secret sound. Hey guys, I'm Ava and I'm here with my friends Heidi. Hey. And Anna. Hi. We're here with today's secret sound. But before we start, I just want to say the winner of our last secret sound was Beth in year two. And and she won the free lunch on Friday. That can be used at any time after you win. And just so you know, the sound was a koala, which is totally weird, but it's true, so... No idea koalas can make sounds, but sure. <laughs> um, to submit your answer and guesses, please please email us at extrapublic at gmail.com. Add your guess, name, age and location. That's extrapublic at gmail.com. Just so you know, you can add in as many guesses as you want. You just have to have a right guess and be the first to submit it. Okay, well, let's um, hear the sound. Okay. Just give me a sec. There we are. Ready? <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. Mm, very tricky. Can you want to hear it again? Yes, please. Hmm. That is really hard. Let's do one more time for the listeners. Okay. Okay, that is a really hard sound, so you can always replay it so you can hear it more than once. And if you're not from our school and you submit the right answer first, we'll give you a shout-out in our next episode. And if you are, you'll get the free Friday food lunch. Um, good luck. I hope that lunch is good. Bye. Bye. Wow, that secret sound was nearly impossible if you ask me. Again, if you want to submit your answers please send us an email at exitapublic at gmail.com. That's exitapublic at gmail.com. Yep, and don't forget to listen to the extra special bonus podcast episode, episode of Caulfield Downs. And an interview where we'll be interviewing three, two kids from Outback Australia. For, people, for our listeners overseas, this is a great interview, interview to tune in into to see what it's like Outback Australia. Yep. Sadly, that's the end of our episode. Oh, yeah. Episode five. Oh, it's also the holiday soon. So for our next episode. Yeah, our next episode will be in term four, episode six. So stay tuned for that. And I hope you have a great holiday. We can't wait to, to be talking to you again. 
Bye. 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 Bye.